person. Uh, so here we go. And we are live. Welcome, everyone. My name is Nikki Lopez of Nikki Lopez Creative, and you're watching The Circle, where every Tuesday, well, the first and third Tuesday of the month, I'm talking to artists, activists, social entrepreneurs, people doing great things today. And today I have a very special guest and friend, Carla Remington. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. And so um, the, we're starting a little late, but we're still here, and I appreciate everyone being here. Um, we've been doing the circle since 2018. So Carla remembers it used to be in person. <laughs> so, so we're just going to roll with that right now. So, so welcome, welcome, welcome. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about Carla, who is a party promoter and social activist. She started promoting uh, party promotions in New York with Cupid, uh, Cupid Promotion, moved to for, uh, Florida in 1994 and started doing parties at Jay's every Friday night, started managing Cloud9 from 20, uh, 2006 to 2011, left and started doing theme parties at different locations, such as Pineapple Cafe, Trio on the Bay, Tokyo Blue, Darpur, Deco, The Palace, and most recently, Lounge 14, to name a few. And also, Carla is a member of the Fort Lauderdale Black Pride and one-time president of Gold Coast Pool Parties Association and gold medal winner at Gay Olympus in Chicago. Yes, ma'am. Yes, welcome, ma welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> So that's a lot. That's a lot. And so um, thank you for being here. No, anything for you. You know, I love me some Nikki Lopez. Uh, thank you. I love you too. I love you too. So I know I've seen you out and about in different spaces in the community. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things that I've really known you for is um, the, I don't know if it would be, you consider it a black lesbian party or a lesbian party, mm -hmm. but doing lesbian parties mm -hmm. for a number of years. And yes. a lot of your things st stem from party promotion. Mm -hmm. So what was your start? Um, I start, uh, actually I was dating someone who was, into party promoting and she asked me to come on board that was in new york and we started cupid productions mm -hmm. and that was a party every friday we did it at number one hotspot so it'd be about 500 gorgeous lesbians <laughs> under the brooklyn bridge every wow. friday and that was that was my start so um we do little themes or we do um events around out and about in new york picnics and beach parties and stuff, but mainly it was the, the club under the Brooklyn Bridge. Awesome. Awesome. 500? Yeah. 500. Damn, we got to go to New York for 500. We <laughs> I, don't know, I don't even know if it's, it's like that anymore in New York. Like when I visit, I'm, I'm asking people, where are the parties, you know? So mm -hmm. everything has changed. Yeah. What's the importance to you for having lesbian-centered spaces or lesbian parties in particular? Well, you can see it now. Right now, in Fort Lauderdale, you are hard pressed to find anything for for lesbians. Mm -hmm. You will get once a month themes or something weekly, but I'm embarrassed sometimes when I invite when friends come over or visit and they're like, oh, "Where is there to go for us?" and I, and there's hardly anything going on now. Mm -hmm. I um didn't do a party for a year and a half because of the pandemic. But I, I had my birthday party, which you attended. Mm -hmm. And you look cute, too. <laughs> <Thank> you. 
So, uh, and I was surprised because after the pandemic, I was like, ah, oh, it's my birthday, but I expect maybe, you know, 100 people, 300 people showed up and everybody mm. was like, Carla, keep it going because there's nothing out there to do and that we want to attend, mm. you know? So it's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, promotions in Florida are interesting because the party promoters, I don't think anybody in Florida likes each other. So, oh, man. yeah, so there's no, there's no um, unity. Mm. There's really no unity. One person will do something and then another person, hey, Marley. <laughs> then another person will do something else, but there's never any unity where we can all get together and, and, and support each other. Mm -hmm. And anybody tells you different, they're lying. Mm -hmm. Trust me. There's yeah. no unity here with the, the gay lesbians in Florida. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, one of the things that I love because it's, um, well, you don't have too many lesbian th um, um, events, lesbian centered events. They're very mm -hmm. far and few in between. When mm -hmm. I go places, it's usually white male dominated. Absolutely. And so your parties are lesbian, but it also has a lot of, you know, um, black people of color, a yeah. lot of variety that yeah. you don't see in yeah. other places. I'm because I, I don't see color. Mm -hmm. For me, there's assholes and non-assholes. Can I curse on your house? <laughs> Is this a good time to After, Yeah, <laughs> right, right? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Okay. But, you know, I don't, my friends are varied. So you come to my parties, you'll see a, a rainbow of colors. And that's mm -hmm. how I like it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I just want to take a moment to acknowledge some people that are online with us. We have... Uh, let's see, we have, if you're in the Facebook group called The Circle, we do not see your name unless you add your name. So um, we're going to try to figure out who you are. But we have Jamie. Uh, That's my son. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jamie. I was like, I, I want to see if you want me on The Circle with, with Carla, right? <laughs> uh, we have uh, Donna, Layla. Hey. Um we have uh, Sylvia Ames. Thank you for being here. Damaris, thank you for being here. I saw Jane and Trish. We also have a few people on uh, YouTube. We have Dylan. Thank you for joining us. So if you have questions, comments, anything, put it in the chat and we could see it. Um, yeah, we have Jane and Trish. <laughs> <laughs> They're at every LGBT, lesbian, music, they're just there, a <laughs> staple. And they're so talented. Yes, absolutely. And I have to have them on the circle one of these days. Yeah. What I saw that, you know, when you're putting, I love that you put social activists. Mm -hmm. So what does that word mean to you? And how do you exemplify that with what you do within the community? You have, as last year was trying, you know, but this is something that I'm, I feel very strongly about just fighting for rights for us, whether it's gay, black, it's important, mm -hmm. you know, and coming here, I think, I remember, I remember driving home from cloud nine one night and I remember a, I saw the siren. So this is six o'clock in the morning cause I'm leaving work. And uh, I was like, oh, not in the mood for this today. And I remember this, this cop gets up with his hand right on his gun. And he's like, license and registration, boy. <laughs> so I was like, what's the problem? What's going on? And he says to me, uh, 
he was swerving in and out on the road, so we want to make sure everything is okay. I said, it wasn't swerving. Put his hand right back. Are you calling me a liar? Mm. <laughs> so then his partner gets out. He goes, hey, what's up, Club Ni- Cloud Nine? I was like, you tell me. <laughs> okay, he's like, oh, you know her? And the other cop says, yeah, yeah, yeah. She um hires me for private detail for the club ever so often. So he... um. He says, okay, well, you know how it is. I said, I really don't. Am I free to go now? And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, you can go. <laughs> and I was like, supposing I was a, a man of color mm-hmm. driving a nice car, how would, how would that have turned out? You know. Mm-hmm. And there's so much of that going on. And for so many of our allies that don't, that when I was doing the protests and everything last week, last year, it was so amazing to me how many allies we had. And mm-hmm. it wasn't the color thing. It was what's right thing. Mm-hmm. And we, we all need to be socially aware of what's going on and try to make a change because it's, I don't know if it's going to change in my lifetime, but we got to keep trying, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, Absolutely. you have to, every, all of us have to be aware. It's okay to look nice and go out and party and have a good time. But the bottom line is, is that we have to affect change. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then I also saw because I you that you are part of um, Black Pride Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was really nice. I mean, I enjoyed the parties I go to as many when I could attend them. Right. Um, but I also thought it was really nice to go to some community events and see you there and also pe- a part of the planning. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I don't think that some people may be aware of that input from you to our community. Yeah, <laughs> And to be honest with you, I've been part of maybe five Black Pride mm. uh, associations. And unfortunately, you know, it starts off with the gusto. You know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do next. But unfortunately, a lot of them don't come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Whether it's funding, whether it's uh, uh, as a group, as a collective. So I see, I see some people trying to, like, I believe... Um, uh, Yolanda, she had a, a pride event last weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, so I heard it was very, it went well. And we need more of that because it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's, it, unfortunately, it's a hard thing to get a bunch of us together and plan something and follow through with it. Mm-hmm. So I would go to the meetings. I would go, I'd put my, my input in. And sometimes it, it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. But yeah. I'm not going to stop. Absolutely. Well, I love that. I mean, the parties are significant enough, but yeah. I do love that you also have that side. Yeah. So I wanted to definitely mention that because okay. I think it's important to know. Um, we have Jane and Trish asking, what sport did you win the gold medal in? Oh. Yeah, about that. <laughs> I um, play pool. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had a, a team of Floridians that went to the Chicago games in 2006, I believe. And uh, I played this girl from Sweden for the gold medal and I won. (laughs) Wow. She had an easy eight ball and all she had to do was aim it, put it in there. And she goes, can I have a timeout? And my my whole team was like, timeout, she has you. (laughs) And I said, she's done, I got her. She came back, missed that eight ball, and I hit three balls in, eight ball, and I won that gold medal. 
Wow. So I, yeah. I know pool, there's a stick, mm -hmm. there's some balls. <laughs> That's all you, you know. Pick a side. <laughs> That's it. I get the pose. <laughs> That's it for me. Right. That's it for me. <laughs> Oh, I've been playing. Oh, my mom had a restaurant in um, Barbados. She had a, mm -hmm. a couple of bars and restaurants. So from the time I was eight years old, um, the guys in the bar, older guys, taught me how to play. What the fuck are you doing? You got to hit the ball this way. You got to so you learn quickly when people are cursing you out. I, I was so frazzled. I picked up the stick in the wrong hand. So I play as a lefty and I'm a right hand righty. Mm. So... I learned from eight and then my mother started um you could play my daughter for a shot of hennessy in the bar and she would give me a dollar <laughs> but a hennessy shot was six dollars so she was basically scamming using me. but i digress <laughs> don't you just love parents i love my, i love my parents oh wow. i couldn't get through to my uh, dad for three days i was like going crazy and Judy was keeping me really calm. She's like, he's going to be okay. He's going to my dad lives right on the beach in Barbados. Mm. And they had the storm pass through and I couldn't get him for three days. Oh, man. But finally I got him. He's like, hello, Carla. I was like, hi, daddy. You okay? <laughs> he's like, yes, are you okay? You know, he's real conservative. I was like, I'm fine, father. <laughs> he said, the electricity was off three days and the mosquitoes mm. was flying and there was no AC, but I'm good. I said, okay, good. I'm glad to hear your voice. Yeah, yeah. we um that's glad. I'm glad he's okay and yeah. everybody, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. awesome. And I know so June is the official month of Pride, but yeah. we know Pride is 365, seven days a all, week. All day, every day. <laughs> what does Pride mean to you? Pride is a, a fellowship that we can all get together. It doesn't matter what race, what what color, we can all get together and show pride of within of who we are that we're proud to be here, proud to be here proud to be out proud to be ourselves and that's why i always say to people you know the clubs people some sometimes go poo poo in but but we all came out in the clubs we were all able to be ourselves in the clubs yeah and you'd be surprised how many how many of these kids they still call, call me pops why because i was there parental figure in the clubs, you know, mm -hmm. like, well, let me see how, how you doing in school, you know, so, and you'd be surprised how many kids would come in and say, oh, you know, I got kicked out of my house today, you know, mm. and how many of them crashed on my couch because they mm -hmm. had nowhere to go. So, mm -hmm. you know, being, being able to, to go to pride and be your authentic self mm -hmm. will always be the best thing you could ever do. Yeah. And, and my older friends who have come out when they're older and I take them to an event or something, they're like, wow, this feels so good. <laughs> it's like a whole weight is off their shoulder because mm -hmm. they can be their authentic selves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's funny when you say um, coming out in the clubs, because I think that definitely, I mean, people knew who were close to me, yeah, know, yeah. but I was definitely one of those people, a couple of drinks, I'm <laughs> dancing on the wrong side of the tracks. Hey. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Come here, little girl, what's up? <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely, um, that was definitely something that was kind of like my MO. Yeah. Um, after a couple of drinks, I'm just like, okay, <laughs> dude, go, I'm dancing with her mm -hmm. um but i love that but still that sense of taking care because i i do see your posts and you're always telling people happy birthday and things and it to me it comes from more than just a party promoter right. 
trying to keep people involved in their parties. You actually care about people. You call I people do. their sons, your I daughters, do. and check in. <laughs> I cuss them up, but I <laughs> And you know, I, I, I um, somebody asked me that the other day. They were like, Carla, do you have pictures with everybody who's gay in Fort Lauderdale? I said, pretty much, and the ones who are no longer gay. <laughs> <laughs> So y'all need to keep me real close because <laughs> if I ever, ever have an expose, I'll be exposing a lot of folks. No, I mean, but yeah, I, I've been here since I've been here. I've been doing parties. So a lot of them have grown up with me. Mm -hmm. So I knew Jamie when Jamie was 20 something. <laughs> okay. You know, low twenties, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, but it means something to me that I could, I could show them a different way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not about being irresponsible and doing drugs and drinking and driving drunk. And I remember renting a, a truck when it was uh, the year for Obama to be elected. I said, anybody, I'm going to rent a truck and I'm going to drive you guys to vote. And everybody who who get can come back to the bar and have a drink. Mm. And I was like, oh, maybe 20. No, 120. So I can, you know, stuff like that. I love mm -hmm. that. If you, if you encourage these young people, they'll do the right thing, but you have to give them that encouragement. Absolutely. And I do know, like, you're someone who's always been, I've always felt your support. I've done shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, you may not make everyone, but then I have so many, so I'm fine with that. But right. you come, you show up. I have I some do. in the gallery. I, I have do. something cross town. Um, yeah. You show up. Because I you love show the baby. <laughs> love the baby <laughs> oh we have a question that came on the the group mm -hmm. from kaula um interesting if you don't see color why is it important to have black spaces oh well okay i can explain that to you because all the other spaces are all the other colors so sometimes it's good to see your own okay you want to go mm -hmm. out and i have i party with everyone trust me I love my boys. I love my boy, Caucasian boys. I have Caucasian friends, but sometimes I want to go to places and hear my music, mm -hmm. see my style of dressing, see my, my, my culture. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's very important that when you come out, all you, that all you're seeing is not um, the boys in alibi or, or, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, you have to have your own sometimes mm -hmm. to, to get that culture in. Mm -hmm. I want to see people like me party. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, that is extremely important. Um, like for someone like me, like I'm LGBT and a lot of my events, even though it may be predominant, a, lot, a good portion, yeah, you know, yeah. arts, advocates, right. it's just, you know, me or whoever. Right. But the thing is, I do agree. We need inclusive spaces and we also need exclu yeah. exclusive spaces yeah. where we get to just unwind one of the things I really appreciate about the pandemic, there were a lot of spaces that were created virtually as a support for Black people, yes. unapologetically. <laughs> yes. So, and I think with all the things that was going on, um, now more than ever, those um, spaces are needed and you don't have it. So you do need those like, hey, everyone's welcome, but guess what? This is our little space. Right. Mm -hmm. At no point would I ever tell somebody they can come to my party. Boys mm -hmm. come, girls come, Caucasians come, African-Americans come. I love uh, to include everybody. But you're going to hear predominantly R&B and hip-hop mm -hmm. and reggae. <laughs> you know, that's what you're going to hear at my parties. Mm -hmm. And then you'll throw in a little bit of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. But when we go out, 
as somebody of color and I go out to these other places, I am stressed to find, to hear one song of color, mm-hmm. you know, and it's okay. But so, so, so sometimes we were able to, to have that and it's our own and it's precious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have um, from Facebook, we have Roosevelt. Oh, welcome to the dirty South. When you, when you <laughs> said, when you move on, um, when you're moved to here a while back. And we also have a comment from Dr. Uh, Naomi Ruth Cobb. Hi, Nikki and Carla. Hello, hello. Hi, Naomi. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. You got um, the child support? <laughs> <laughs> She's been asking for child support for years. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> I have a friend. I always um, run that joke. Like, you know, I need my child support. That's right. <laughs> Jeffrey needs shoes. Like, who's Jeffrey? <laughs> That's right. In your opinion, what is something that may be missing during Pride or during the conversation in general as it relates to the LGBT communities? Huh. Sometimes, you know, unfortunately, when you do Pride events, some of them do have the workshops and stuff that I think are needed for our psychological well, uh, welfare, mm-hmm. but they're not well attended, you know? Mm-hmm. So try, maybe try to make that more fun to encourage the younger people to come because you'd be surprised at how many of the younger folk are going through it, you know, with uh, mental issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost, you have the older ones that, I have, I have some older friends that are guilty about being gay. So sometimes maybe provide a, a somewhere for them to be able to discuss that with like folks that, you know, mm-hmm. I think, but when the Pride events do have it, because it's not advertised as much as the party, mm-hmm. the pool party, mm-hmm. it's very, it's not very well attended. Mm-hmm. So make it a fun thing. Maybe make it a game thing where you can actually yeah. get some help, but making it fun at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Um, I interviewed um, an, um, someone a couple weeks, Dion, mm-hmm. um, and he said, you know, the history of pride, because everybody's so into right the festivities right. and there's not, not enough information, but then you give a good point about the mental health and wellness of right. the community, um, which, you Being know. Being gay is not easy. Yeah. You gotta deal with a lot of crap, okay, mm-hmm. on a daily basis, you know, and and with uh, interactions with family. I mean, I'm telling you at Cloud9, how many of the kids were kicked out of their home when their parents found out they were, they were gay, mm-hmm. you know? And they have to deal with that. They have nowhere to go, you know. But that was back then. Probably is a little better now because mm-hmm. there there are other avenues you can use. But. Mm-hmm. And uh, Naomi, Doctor Naomi Cobb said, "Great idea about the mental health wellness." Yeah. Um, and we have Donna. It said it's hard to try to find a place. Um, it's hard to locate a permanent space to have various events. It would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of time in um, Fort Lauderdale, the only two constant places were Jay's and Cloud9, and they're still here. I'm surprised. They're still here. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I've been to Cloud9 um, many, many years ago uh-huh. without dating myself, yeah. but <laughs> aging myself. <laughs> like, it's still, still there, here. but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you had had any challenges that you had to overcome um, by being a black woman or a, a black out lesbian woman? No, I refuse to let anything. Um, I've always like worked in 
like my my work outside of the parties and stuff was uh always retail management or hotel management and i'm mm. always being the only black woman the only gay woman <laughs> you know and i never let anything uh get me down or try you know bring me down mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm overconfident like mm-hmm. i think i can do anything <laughs> it's a tourist thing you know you you were almost a good tourist you know? <laughs> you're a little aries but you know a tourist to we tourists we believe in ourselves to mm-hmm. the fullest extent so mm-hmm. yeah that was it but that's awesome because I feel like, you know, the, that story is valid as well. You yeah. know, we have we need to highlight our challenges, but also like it's, we don't always have challenges in every space. So I think that's no. amazing to, no. to know. Anything that I wanted to do, I've done. Mm-hmm. Except go to Japan. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, I'd love to know, go to Japan. Yeah. Diane, Diane, a friend of mine, Diane King, she, she performs every year. And I remember she, she always told me, can I go because they treat her like a queen there. Mm. Yeah, and I, I've always wanted to go with her because I want to be treated like a king. I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you could share with a youth or someone who may have some challenges navigating some of the things that you've either had life experience in? What's like, you know, yeah, so a piece of advice that you could give to someone young or someone just trying to figure out it? I mean, it's so easy now for you to actually go online, Google different agencies that you can get help. Maybe look to somebody to mentor you that you know is older, that's in the community. We all know somebody that that, that is gay, that's mm-hmm. older, that's lived life. You know, talk to them, try to tell them what you're going through, ask them how to deal with it. Because these kids ask me all the time. So I mean, I know they, they're curious to know what to do in different situations. So just find Google, try to find the agencies that will help you mm-hmm. with what you're going through. It's, it's different now than it was 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm 54. Trust me. Now you guys have it easy. <laughs> easy. Yes, yes, yes. And we have Kaula from the Facebook group saying, which is interesting. She asked this question. It's lovely to fantasize about a mature place for black lesbians to congregate in Broward. Any thoughts? Well, besides coming to your party, because right. there's a definitely a I diverse know. age group. I, you know, I've um, like last year, I was thinking about getting getting involved in getting a place, and I almost did. And Judy was the one like, ah, let's think about it. that. Was in February of last year. I would have lost everything if I had mm. gotten it. So, I think um, I'm going through some uh, different things right now, but. I am still thinking about getting a place, mm-hmm. which it will be for us age-wise, but it'd be for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think it's a fantasy. I just think it's just so hard. Women, women, when they have the opportunity to go out, they go out, they find somebody to partner up with, and then they... You don't see them no more. You don't see them no more. <laughs> Until they break up. Then they'd be like, Carla, let me tell you about that. No, you, you, you're gone for two years, but you come, they, they come up to party to find a partner to stay home and watch Netflix. Women are like the men go out every day. I have mm-hmm. men friends and they're on the drive every day partying and they're out drinking and they're having fun and they're relaxing. But women aren't like that. We're nesters by nature, you know? Mm. So 
I don't I don't know necessarily that a a place that just catered to women mm-hmm. would be successful mm-hmm. because it's hard to get women to come out on a constant basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, I'm only saying it from my point of view because I know. Mm-hmm. You know, if I have that's why it was easier for Cloud Nine and for Jays because it was guys and women that went out. Mm-hmm. So the girls party with the guys. But if it was just all women, mm-hmm. I don't think it would work. Mm-hmm. I, I, apparently, Jamie thinks that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would also say, Carla, to um, check out one of Carla's events because definitely they have uh, a variety of age groups, but definitely there's older um, people there as well. Um Jane and Trish, please have a party that starts earlier for the older <laughs> lesbians like tea dances. <laughs> I get it. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. You're right. But uh, have you done a tea dance or a lady? I, I did. Mm-hmm. I used to do parties on Sundays with, um, it was like a while ago, like 2010. Mm. And those were successful. But um, yeah. I, that could be that. Like for my birthday party, I started at nine mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and Valerie Tyson performed and then, you know, she finished at midnight and then we started with a DJ. So, mm-hmm. you know, it can work. Absolutely. Can work. Absolutely. Um, but you see, I'm a, I'm very anal. And when I give parties, nobody can ever say they have gotten to my party before me. I'm the first one there <laughs> to arrange everything. So now you're asking me to get there at six and stay till Four. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, hmm. But yeah, tea party that maybe those are good. Yeah. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah. And you can get a lot of drinking in a lesser amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, what's one thing that people may not know about you that you're comfortable sharing? You know, I share everything. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say that because you never know when someone, you know, you give that space, people just go in sometimes. Oh, gosh. I'm really sensitive. I love long walks on the beach. (laughs) Nobody's buying it. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. We got to check in with Judy and see. (laughs) We have to verify that. Um, what are some ways that people could connect to you or um, support your events, know about events that's coming oh, up? Um, I'm on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, carrem car at facebook.com, C-A-R-R-E-M, and Carla Reming on Instagram. Um, usually if I'm doing an event, I get the flyer made and then I post it, post it, post it. So mm-hmm. if you want to add me on, on social media, go right ahead. Absolutely, absolutely. If if you don't have a picture, I usually don't. I don't reply. I don't add people. <laughs> I don't picture. know. That's weird to me. Why do people do that? Yeah. Like, ask to be your friend, and they have no pictures. No, uh, no, no. Yeah. You're weird. I don't do those. Or if it says forex trading, or oh, yeah, the from Bitcoin. another. Yeah, the Bitcoin, because everybody is Forex. I think they're just trying to find anybody. Yeah. Um, it's also weird when there's absolutely no mutual connections. None. Um, but then I, I've been getting a lot of guys recently. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, baby, I'm, they still want me. And she's like, yeah, leave me alone. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying to share. <laughs> I'm trying to make somebody jealous. And they're like, uh, eh? <laughs> um, 
But yeah, um, when they have either no mutual friends is a red flag from you right. or weirdness, or depending on the type of mutual friends. Right. Like, mm, I don't do that. I don't all. think so. <laughs> 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 um, do you have um, any self-care practices? No, I haven't been taking care of myself. Like I used to be real. I know. I used to be real bitchy. Like I get my toes done and stuff. <laughs> I put on that clear polish, and, you know. I did do my face. My face was breaking up with the mask and everything. But I tried to like. I and I used to go to the beach. That was my. That was my self care thing because mm-hmm. I love the water and I, I would. I would go and Judy would be like, "I right, it's too goddamn hot." And I would go by myself and just sit on the beach with my crossword puzzles, mm. and that was peaceful for me. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been doing it recently, so we yeah. got to get back into it. But yeah. slowly, everything is coming back around, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But you know, the beach—I I love the beach. I'm there every Sunday. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, it's I've very been, therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's mm-hmm. a that's definitely a good start. Um, so, do you have any? Oh, let me see who's posting this comment. Um. <laughs> Kaula again, uh, we have black woman grown brunch. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then Lounge 14 wanted me to do a Sunday brunch every every Sunday. It's just a lot of work, mm-hmm. you know, to do something every Sunday. And then when you're starting off, it's going to start off a little slower and then pick up speed. And to find it is so, it was, I was going to do it, but it was so hard to find cooks. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so weird. Um, I guess it was easier to stay home and get paid, you know, mm-hmm. unemployment, you know. But, uh, yeah, I like that. With nice music playing, nothing too intrusive, you know. I like that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I go sometimes to Iguan. It's too, it's too loud. Oh, man. It's too much going on. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to pay $20 to park. I go in there and it's rah, 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 rah. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do things that I like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So my brunch would be different. I'd be more probably like jazz and shit. Yeah, I, I hear you. That's yeah. one of my go-to music. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to a lot of things, but um, I have two go-to sounds when I'm working or just is either jazz mm-hmm. or silence. <laughs> or the best sounds yes. ever. <laughs> like, I don't want to have, not a peep. <laughs> so... Yeah. Absolutely. Do you have anything coming up or anything? Um... I, oh, you know, um, they're kind of celebrating me on the 17th. <laughs> kind of celebrating. I know. They, they called me a, a Fort Lauderdale legend. I'm so adorable. But um, at, at there's a new little spot called Cubs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a... Uh, where old Florida seafood house used to be is now called Holy Macro. And at the very side of it, there's a hidden bar for, for women. Mm-hmm. And um, it's only, it's only open, I think Wednesday through Sunday, mm-hmm. but they're, they're having a celebration for me there on Saturday, July 17th. And uh, you can get in touch with Rochelle Willis mm-hmm. and she can, uh, because they're actually going to sell the v- VIP membership passes I for got my, I got you mine. got yours yes <laughs> yes that's the intention oh. but, so yes so i did see and i i thought you know because i've always wanted to have you on the circle 
Um, and I just thought it was a, like perfect timing. You know, yeah. I had a little space open up and yeah. I was just like, well, it's not June, but still you're amazing. So we got to put you in oh, there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I know you probably, cause I know a lot of times we made, it's uncomfortable talking about ourselves, but what are some of the reasons do you feel that people may consider you a Broward legend? Because I was doing it for so long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So. I was the first one doing parties at Jay's. I was the first one doing uh, parties at Cloud Nine, you know, so and promotions. So all of them grew. All of me. the yeah. yeah. So I mean, I I watch like the progress of all of them now, you know, mm -hmm. and and some are doing well, some aren't. But I was there first, you know. You'll have a lot of them, a lot of people out there that call themselves promoters. Mm -hmm. but they, they take no interest in, in the individuals, you mm -hmm. know, and I, I took interest in them. I was at the mother's birthday. I went to the funerals. I went to the weddings. I went to, mm -hmm. you know, so. The art it, shows. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I got to put that in. I gotta that's right. That. That. <laughs> you know, so, you know, did it a long time. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I'm just really excited for you and I'm, happy a lot of time people have this con you know they say give someone their flowers when they're here uh -huh. so i think it's just a beautiful and amazing thing that you know someone or some group of people got together to honor you in that way that was, um, it was very sweet unexpected yeah. it was nice. <laughs> yes absolutely and if we have the link because i think it said when i saw it it said a private event so if there is an opening maybe we'll um, yeah. share the, the, link the link for there. people to get more information, but definitely um, something worth looking into. Uh, so what's next for you besides, what do you got going on? Nothing. I think I'm going to actually spend some time with my dad, you oh. know, because he wasn't doing so hot. So I'd probably mm -hmm. go to Barbados for a little bit, probably mm -hmm. a couple of months. Awesome, awesome. And then when I come back, then we can get some, maybe a brunch going. <laughs> yeah, brunch is nice. Brunch but is yeah. Really nice, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm funny about food, you know, tourists. Mm -hmm. The food has to be perfect. So, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. want to see things just thrown down in like. Well, so. I'm not going to call anybody out, but I do know that there's someone watching uh -huh. that is within our community uh -huh. that caters. So if they huh. want to present themselves, huh. um, but if not, I also know some, <laughs> some, I don't want to put people on the spot, All right. <laughs> but there is someone in that atmosphere that does catering. Um, uh, but, uh, but I also know some other people that might do some food stuff. So okay. maybe it would be something. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't pointing no fingers. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, you know, even if you're not able to do it, to refer someone to do it um, is still, you know, or to kind of help get it done is, yeah. is still a thing. You know, sometimes if I can't do something that people are used to coming to me for, yeah. I like to be able to say, well, I'm not doing that now, but here's this person. So um, do it all the time. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every person that I helped or referred to, or oh, that, I'd be rich. Prima Donna Catering Service is available. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. If you had access to a time machine, where would you go and why? The past or the future? Oh, I don't know why. I'm like, I always envisioned that I was that I was Dean Martin. 
I'm reincarnated. <laughs> Don't ask. I love the whole rat pack. I kind of feel I, that. Do you feel I that? I feel that, okay. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was like, they want to, you know, call women babe and smoke and drink my whiskey. That's who I feel I was. I came from the 60s, the 50s. Uh. I don't know why. So okay. even if you see how I dress, I dress like an old man all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I totally see it. I totally see it. That is so awesome. Um, anything else you want to add? Um, no, I just love you. I love what you're doing. Aww. I really do. And I, I appreciate you having me on today. And we'll catch up soon. Yes. Maybe we'll do a beach thing. Oh, yes, yes, I would yes. love that. That's awesome. Well, I go to beach on Sundays. So I have a, a mindful practice. I'm part of a mindful practice group. We get there at 8 o'clock, so I don't know. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. said that too quick. Okay, no. Okay. No, I was thinking more like a well, okay. Well, then we, we have to figure out another beach day since that, you know, yeah. sometimes, sometimes we're there later. I mean, this Sunday was our coach um, Thaddeus's birthday. Okay. So we did a shift because we got there at eight o'clock. We yeah. left the, the last of us left at minutes to 5 PM. Oh, wow. so we were there wow. a long time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, definitely love what you do. Um, uh, thank you for those of you who are watching this live, um, please be sure to share this. I will have an, an <laughs> edited, edited version. <laughs> so we had a little bit of technical difficulties. Uh, There's a link. I was, it was cute seeing you sweat and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's live and that's how it is. And so I'm just super grateful for everyone who stayed on. Um, and uh, what do we see? Oh, Anastasia. I'm down next Sunday beach. Oh, yes. Awesome. I'm going to be on, on Hollywood Beach. A friend of mine is celebrating their birthday. And nice. uh, at the Diane Hotel. So we'll be all in front there. They're supposed uh -huh. to be at 10. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll be there. 10 o'clock? Oh, I'll be wow. There around noon. Hmm. Yeah. So maybe I might have to check that out. Yeah, I do right. Like maybe afterwards. I usually stay there when I go on Hollywood. Uh -huh. yeah, I like that. But it's so. like beach, like people are dressed up, but not in the water. Or is it beach where people are actually. Oh, people are going to water. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm important. like, yeah, I have all my raggedy shorts and my flip-flops. So I'm there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm really grateful that you were able to be on here and share a little no, bit about thank you so some much of the work for the that love. you Thank Absolutely. you, Nikki. I appreciate you so much. Absolutely. And for those watching it on live, so we're live in a few places. We're on Facebook under my, uh, my profile, Nikki Lopez Creative, the Facebook group called The Circle, we're, this is actually our first broadcast on LinkedIn. So we're live on LinkedIn and YouTube. And then this goes and gets uploaded by next week to okay. any of the Spotify. Oh, we have Judy Brown. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us. Um, we have, uh, it goes to any of the podcasts. So please, if uh, please consider sharing this video. There's someone that could be inspired, who can be motivated. Um, to um, want to get to know Carla, go to one of her parties, um, support in any way, maybe, you know, help out with the catering or the brunch or some other idea. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I, you know, um, when, when you talk about like there's people doing things, but there's not a lot of unity and collaboration or just being on the same page of things. Mm -hmm. So you never know who could watch this and say, hey, I have an idea 
you know, let me try to get in touch with Carla. So please, please consider sharing this video out. Um, I'm here every first and third Tuesday of the month. The Circle is brought to you by Nikki Lopez Creative and What's Your Elephant? What's Your Elephant is a space that creates it's a movement that creates um, safe spaces to use the arts to talk about anything unspoken. And so around this time, I normally have an annual art show. Uh, this year is going to be a series. I'm kicking off a What's Your Elephant LGBTQ series. Oh, okay. And so it's going to be a series that starts in July and okay. goes all the way up to next year, probably January, February. And there's going to be workshops. There's going to be art making workshops. There's going to be discussions. I have some community partners working with me. There's going to be a culminating event and showcase of the work. And so if you go to whatsyourelephant.org, you will see the link to, um, there is a call for artists posted. So there's going to be um, a show in the gallery on July, August. Well, I think August is the opening, but then there's going to be a ton of virtual programming between now and next year. So definitely join us. Um, and Carla, uh, thanks again for being here. Thanks for having me, girl. <laughs> yes. And we will see you all um, next time on The Circle, or if you have the private invite to Carla's <laughs> <laughs> black and white so. Broward <laughs> legend soiree. Oh my goodness, I can't. All right, thanks and good night, everyone. Peace. Peace.